chapter 11, verse 11 and verse 12. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, but the violent take it by force. Spirit of the living God, I am not normal. Spirit of the living God, I am not religious. Spirit of the living God, the only reason I exist is because you formed me in my mother's womb and you knew me. You brought me forth. You brought me past abortions. You brought me past stillborn. You brought me past any treacherous thing that could happen to me before I could protect myself. And Father, I thank you for this day. And I'm sure of this day. In the midst of doubters, in the midst of religion, in the midst of those who are struggling to believe, in the midst of those who have been churched most of their lives and still can't grab a hold of what you're saying in your kingdom. Father, let there be such a manifestation in these days. God, that will put to shame every doubter and raise up every believer to the highest place. We thank you for the word of the Lord. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for the ability to speak, God, because it's you that has given the ability and not man himself. So, Father, we give you all the glory, honor, and praise in advance for what you're going to do in these few moments. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, I'll, I'll say this very respectfully. I'll put all dishonor to an end. I'll put all dishonor to an end. Everything that doesn't respect what we believe, and we had three weeks to go over what we were believing and what we were doing. Everything that doesn't respect that has to go. I will not pay. I will not pray for it, nor will I support anything that doesn't believe in what I believe in. I didn't come to change. I see results in what I do. I'm going to keep doing what I'm called to do because God keeps financing it. See if God is financing you. In the kingdom of God is very important. Nothing but greatness is in the kingdom. Nothing but greatness is in the kingdom. Nothing but greatness is in the kingdom. According to the scripture that I read, you can take your seats. There is no way that people can stay in church 20, 30 years and not become great if they're in the kingdom. It is impossible. It is impossible to serve God's purpose and not become great. That is not possible. That is not even biblical. If we're serving God's purpose and we're serving God's kingdom, it's impossible for me to still have 23 people down in Pinson. It's impossible for me to have an elementary anointing. It's impossible for me to continue to be a person that was not intellectual to come to the place to where I speak to nations now. It's impossible to stay in those elementary places when God has done something on the inside of you through his kingdom. It's impossible to continue to make excuses for weakness when God wants to make you strong. It's impossible to stay in the bondage of the enemy when God has already freed you through the presence of the Lord. It's impossible to stay in rebellion when God has already broken you down privately and you hadn't told anybody about it, but God was breaking you privately so we wouldn't see your public shame. And God is going to continue to break us until we step over into what he wants us to be.
Because number one, we're called by God. And God is not going to let you get away and do whatever you want to do with your life. And it sustains you because God considers you a part of his kingdom. And he's not going to let you go because he didn't let me go. And the only reason he brought you up in here, it wasn't to be on staff, it wasn't to be a member, it wasn't to sit in the pews, is because God's not going to let you go. And the only reason you're listening to me, God's not going to let you go until he gets his goods out of you. It's time for you to get around somebody that begins to speak into your potential and stop speaking into the corruption of your past. And you keep gravitating to things that don't challenge you to be better. We always want to go to the familiar because the familiar never challenges us to be better. When we get into situations where God has ordained, it challenges us to be better. God will never anoint you without putting you in the fire. The reason he puts you in the fire, he wants you to have enough relationship with him to see him while you're in the fire and you get freed up in the fire, not go into more bondage. Don't let your problems ever consume you to where you never get free in the fire. So those of us who are in the kingdom, we don't dread hardship because hardship makes us better. Everything that, that bad ever happened to my life brought out the greater anointings in my life. Every loss that I had positioned me for the gain that God has for my life because I am in the kingdom. I am not going to do church with you. I refuse to do church with you because the world is going to hell because we're doing church with you. I refuse to agree with you about something that doesn't work. I refuse to sing songs that have no anointing on them. I refuse to come into a building and lift my hand and there's no God there. I refuse to run around and slap high fives and nobody's getting anything from God. I refuse to run and sweat and not see any results from what God has promised us. I refuse to do church with you and there's no results and then all it is is in entertainment and the people walk in one way and leave out the same way. I refuse to do that. If I have to flip this house, I am not doing church as usual with you. I am not going to agree with you because you still got all those hangups and you're not seeking any deliverance about anything and you still got that little funny attitude that you had for the last 15 years that you're not delivered from because you hadn't got in the kingdom because anytime you get close to the kingdom, you get deliverance because the king shows up. You cause a lot of problems in a lot of churches. This is where the buck stops. You're not going to cause problems in this church. You want to cause problems in the alley. You want to cause problems in the street, but you're not going to cause problems in this church because we have a vision and we have provision and we can swap you out and still get the job done. So you can't challenge the kingdom like that. You can punk out the pastor in a church, but you can't challenge the kingdom like that. You never want to challenge the kingdom because the king shows up when you challenge the kingdom. Your talent can go. Your voice can go. Your playing can go. But the kingdom lasts forever. So we're talking about a force that was greater than any force that the church understood because the church was not participating. If the church was participating, John would have never had to come and preach about the kingdom. So the church was not in participation. There's something happened that, that most church people have never been in participation. They think they understand it and they got a clue of it. That's why they broke. That's why they're confused. That's why they're sick. Because they ain't got a clue of what's happening right in the midst of them right now. So they're jealous of trending right now. Wondering when I'm going to get my time. When you shift your mind, that's when you're going to get your time. But with that old mind, that's the mind that got you in trouble. That's the mind that keeps you in trouble. That's the mind that keeps you from having favor on your life. That's the mind that keeps you from walking away from, uh, cause you to walk away from opportunities that God has planned most of your life. But you don't recognize them because you're not a kingdom thinker. So we have to renew your mind because you're not smart enough for this dimension because you've already ruined an opportunity that was in plan for you, but you didn't know it because you don't have the real Holy Ghost. You just got a spirit. So this kingdom that we're talking about is not churchy because if it was churchy, the churches would be full. 
This kingdom that I'm talking about, I'm talking about everybody's trying to get in, whether you be a politician, whether you be a church member, whether you be a prostitute, whether you be an alcoholic, whether you be a drug dealer or a drug addict, you're trying to get in because you see something in there that you can't see anywhere else. God's kingdom was never manifest to look like the church. It was never manifest for us to have singing, a prayer, a little teaching of the word. That is nothing about the kingdom. The kingdom has everything to do with rulership. And we can see that you don't have any because you don't have any money. So when you have rulership, you can talk to your money and your money come into alignment. You can talk to your body and your body obeys. You can talk and speak blessings over your children and they become millionaires in one day. Because when you understand the kingdom, you understand when you open up your mouth like a king or a queen, you have authority. Why are you quiet right now? Because you don't know who you are. I've been trying to tell you who you are ever since you've been here. And you've been trying to direct the church. You can't direct this church because this church is kingdom led. And you ain't got a clue of what's going on. And you don't know why we do what we do. And you're going to continue to be confused until you step over into the kingdom where the devil don't rule. the world you still in that condition like that and the least in the kingdom is John the Baptist well I'm trying it's not about trying it's about changing if what you're doing is not working change it give me two or three weeks of something not happening watch me change it because I'm not going to keep doing the same thing expecting different results that's called being insane how many crazy people we got running around expecting to get results doing the same thing, singing the same song, acting the same way, cutting up the same way from church to church to church. I got three points here. You hadn't impressed anybody until you get in the kingdom. Number one, John the Baptist is the standard for greatness. John the Baptist is the standard for greatness. So if you're not even what John the Baptist was, you should be praying, you should be seeking God and submitting until you start seeing greatness manifest in your life. You should not be looking for your next gig. You should be looking for God to find out, God, when are you going to turn me into greatness like you turned John the Baptist into greatness? There's nothing you can do to stop my greatness. Yeah, the shirt says this. You can put it on but not think like me and you won't ever have what's written on the shirt. But if you start changing your thinking, you'll have it without the shirt on. So greatness is after John the Baptist. He was, he was all of you, all, all of you, this is after John the Baptist. All of this is after John the Baptist. And he was, he was the greatest, but now you, you're greater than John the Baptist. See, you can't handle that because mama and them didn't teach you right. You can't handle that because you wanted to be hooped to instead of taught. You can't handle that because you hang with the crowds that tried to crucify the man of God instead of support the man of God. And that little raise you got is not enough. Because you're losing your sanity while you have it. What you mean you got a promotion and you can't serve God? Now, that's not a promotion. That's a demotion. Now you got to go worship idols and you don't worship God no more. So when we say Jehovah, you don't know who we're talking about. 
So the standard is John. The Bible says in verse 11, Assuredly I say to you, among, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of God. So the ushers and the greeters should be greater than John the Baptist. Those who are counting money, the children's church should be greater than John the Baptist. But see, we ain't been teaching the kingdom because we got all this entertainment stuff going on. They going through hell and defeated and get up on your platform and release hell over the people and over streaming. And we wonder what's going on. They don't know because they have not tapped into the kingdom how great they are. It doesn't matter what you're going through. If you are grapes, you become wine when you're under oppressed. So you know you become more expensive when you become wine than you are when you're great so if we pluck the cluster off you don't have value until you're in a bottle so he sets the standard and when he sets the standard he said you don't have to pretend I'm going to set a standard with John the Baptist I'm not I'm going to send him to preach about it but he cannot experience it I'm going to say it again. I'm going to send him to preach about it, but he cannot experience it. So John came faithful preaching about what he could not experience. How in the world are you going to hear it preach and then you still don't experience it? So after Jesus, when Jesus came back, not only are we preaching it, but we are experiencing it. You can stay in church a hundred years and never experience the kingdom. You can stay in church all of your life, been raised and born in church. You could have been born on the altar and never experienced the kingdom. So you're not impressive because you've been in church all your life. If you don't have any results coming behind it, that is a sign that you've been in religion. You have not been in the real kingdom of God. So stop telling people how long you've been in church and how much you know about church, but you don't know anything about the kingdom of God. Because when you know about the kingdom of God, it starts producing in your pocketbook. There ain't no way you can tap into the kingdom and never get money. There ain't no way you can tap into the kingdom and never get peace. There's no way you can tap into the kingdom and never get some resolve in things that are going on for you. How long you had that problem? Number two, the power of the kingdom of heaven only produces greatness. The power of the kingdom of heaven only produces greatness. The power of the kingdom of heaven only produces greatness. So you're looking at me wondering when you're going to hear a song that's going to medicate you. I'm looking at you and wondering when you're going to get some results from what I'm preaching. So I'm looking back at you and I'm wondering how long you've been with me and we can't see no fruit of anything I preached in your life and we can't see any results of anything I preached in your life and you running up talking about how much you love me. You don't love me. You really hate me, but you don't want to tell nobody because I'm preaching against what you believe because what you believe doesn't work because if it did, we would see the fruit of it. You know every tree by the fruit that it bears and if ain't no tr fruit on that tree, Jesus curses a free tree that don't have figs on it. You want to know why Jesus was upset with that tree? Because he came to the church and the church wasn't producing anything. So he walked back by the tree and cursed the tree because it didn't have any figs on it. How many of y'all hanging around with leaves but ain't got no figs on you? Ain't got no results from you reading your Bible, praying every day, fasting every day, talking in all those tongues. When you going to get some results behind what you're doing? Because I'm sorry, I'm not doing it with you and staying broke. There ought to be a promotion.
promotion somewhere. There ought to be a raise somewhere. There ought to be some power somewhere. There ought to be some manifestation of the kingdom of God somewhere. So I'm going to shake everything that you've been covering up with those strongholds. It's okay. It is not okay. The power of the kingdom of heaven only produces greatness. There is no way you can engage in the kingdom of God and not become great. I don't care if you got a third grade education. You're still going to be a millionaire. Go ahead and push your degree up in front of me and then I'll buy it. Don't ever think what you learn in a university is more powerful than the kingdom of God because the kingdom of God is bigger than any university and all universities. We're not telling you don't go to school. We're just asking you don't be a fool when we start preaching the kingdom of God. Nothing but greatness in the kingdom. It's impossible to plug into this and greatness not happen in your life. You can be homeless. You plug in right. God's going to give you some place of residence. It may not be as large as you want it to be. But if you stay plugged in, it's going to keep growing and growing. The upgrades are going to keep coming and coming because that's the word. If it was a word to Trinidad, it's a word to you. And God wants to give you an upgrade where you're living right now. It's not big enough and doesn't bring God glory. But where you are right now, so everybody ought to have it in their spirit. If it's the kingdom of God, there's an upgrade. I've been struggling to hold back, but God wants to give me an upgrade. What you mean you still got the anointing from yesterday? What about today's anointing? The power of the kingdom of heaven only produces greatness. I'd be asking myself if I was raised by parents, if I was raised in a church and I never got results, I'd be asking those ignorant people who taught me, why did you teach me this? And it's your responsibility as a born-again believer to find truth because truth will make you free. It'll make your money free. It'll make your mind free. It'll make your marriage free. It'll make your children free. It'll make everything about you free. Well, I'm just going through. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego went through. When they came out, they got a promotion. Daniel went through. When he came out, he got a promotion. If a promotion didn't come behind your going through, for every time you go through, there's an elevation. So those of you who go through every week, you shouldn't be on the level that you're on right now. If you've been going through that long, how long you going to keep going through and never graduate? No wonder nobody believes in your God because you never move on to the next grade. Oh, I'm preaching the real kingdom. This is a real gospel. This is the stuff everybody wants to get into. You ever stopped and asked somebody to get in your car and it was too nasty for anybody to get in? Nobody wants that foolishness. They want to know if I struggle, I'm getting an upgrade. If I go through hell, I'm coming out looking like heaven. 
I don't mind telling you about my test, but I better pass the test. The power of the kingdom of heaven only, there's no way that you can be a part of the kingdom and it never produces greatness. There is no way. I lived it. I came from three, 23 people, didn't feel adequate, thought that everybody was better than me until I got into the kingdom of God and found out there was only one me and I am the one. The only reason you're competing is because you're not in the kingdom because when you're in the kingdom, you know nobody can do it like you do it. Nobody can say it like I say it. Nobody can run the church like I run the church. Nobody can tap into the anointing like I tap into the anointing. Well, those people do everything you say. No, heaven does what I say because I have the keys to the kingdom. People only respond when heaven is open. How many people you want to respond can respond because you don't have the keys to open up the atmosphere? We cannot complain about people not coming and people not participating if we don't have keys to open it up. People are naturally bound by earthly demonic activity. Those of us who are in the kingdom have keys. Throw me my keys over there, Lady Davis. This and this is the same thing. I don't care how much you try to lock me out this building. I don't care how much you try to lock me out of my car. I don't care how much you try to lock me out of my future. You don't have the keys to lock me out of my future. I ain't mad at you. You don't have the keys. If anybody's locked out, you're the one that's locked out because I have the keys to walk right in. That's a revelation. I started to teach on keys tonight. Let me tell you what's happening to you. You're walking up to opportunity with no keys. You're jealous of people who are going in the house because they know how to use their keys. There's a huge ring when we bought this building. There's a huge ring of keys that fit all these doors. There's so many doors. Well, the kingdom of God is the same way. You want healing? Use your key. You want peace? Use your key. You want wealth? Use your key. It's not that you don't have keys. You just don't know how to use your keys. Trendon realized that one word, upgrade, two combined words was the key to his future. His parents realized all we need is one word. We said, well, that's not a biblical word. That's a word of elevation. That's a word that says if I stay committed, God's going to smile on me. He needed a word to not quit being faithful where he wasn't getting results. By and by, after a while, just a few minutes here, and a few minutes there, and a few minutes here, 
and a few minutes there and then $5.8 million. What is it that you quit on? What were you supposed to be faithful to? And you didn't have the queen's keys to lock yourself down. You were still looking for something else. And God can't bless you And while you're looking for something else. You got to settle yourself. He who is planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of his God. Who is your pastor? Who can correct you? Who can give you guidance? I can preach harder than your weave can handle. Once the kingdom of heaven is understood, people will force their way into it. Once it's understood, people will force their way into it. Whether you're listening in religion or not, there's some folks out there. Hey, where is this? This church that Trendon is talking about and the Warfers are talking about. What's, what's going on? Who is this? Stephen A. Davis saying, I am the one. Who is he? You don't want to know who I am. Religion didn't want to know who Jesus was. Say it again, religion didn't want to know who Jesus was because religion refused to respect Jesus as the son, but they didn't understand that the son was ushering them into a moment that religion couldn't get them into. So your house and your property, your lot that's sitting there waiting on you to get yourself together so that God can open that thing up for you. And what is it that God wants to open up for you that he can't open up? Now you're letting some young kids coming around that said, I don't know no religion, but I believe what you say. And I know it's not a Bible scripture, but it says upgrade, so it means I'm going to do something that I'm not doing right now, and if I can find about 50 folks that'll say it's time to do something that I've not been able to do. I'm sorry. I can't keep you around me. Because you're, you're, you're making people doubt my message. You're making people doubt who I am. Signs and wonders follow those believe who believe. And if you can't believe and receive, I can't keep you close to me. You're bad advertisement. Even the devil who was Judas had power. It doesn't matter if your motives are wrong. You still should have power from being in this house. The only king, once the kingdom of heaven is understood, people, when it's understood, will force their way into it. Hey, don't nobody want to be saved no more. No, nobody wants to be in religion. Nobody wants to live another 20 to 30 years and not get results. Nobody wants to keep lifting their hands and they still come back empty. Nobody wants to continue to participate in week in, week out worship and never gain any worth. 
I'm glad God picked me because if he ain't showing up, I'm going to shut it down. I don't, I don't have the kind of patience to keep doing it and ain't nothing happening. I'm tired of just looking over there at grandma and her clapping and saying amen, telling me that was a good sermon. And no, we the only two there. No disrespect to anybody, but the devil is a liar. Once I tapped in the kingdom, the ministry started moving. My marriage started moving. My household started moving. Everything started moving because there is no way to tap into the kingdom of God and things not start happening. I got delivered. My wife got delivered. My daughter started getting delivered. I challenge you to not let people pull the wool over your eyes anymore. You'll be determined whether that anointing is there or not. You'll be determined. I'm going to get what I came from God. You may not want to play for me. I don't need you to play. I was out there shouting when I was at my car and I didn't have nothing going on. In fact, when I didn't have a car, I shouted until I got a car. When I didn't have a house, I danced around property until I got a house because every time I put my foot down, I understand that I am in the kingdom of God and I cannot I cannot I cannot I cannot be denied I am the one when they were building it they were building it for me I believe I receive Y'all listen to me. All those who are jealous of you and call you their friend, it is a red flag to you that they are not your friend. Your real friends are watching you but have not said anything to you yet. I said your real friends are watching you but have not announced that you have favor with them yet. So there are many of you who have real friends and they may not be right around you right now. But if I was you, I'll take it to another dimension in the kingdom so I can see my friends. Because you got to go higher to look over the negative people all around you. So the solution to church growth is the kingdom. I came out, I joined Shady Grove Baptist Church when I was 10 years old. I saw how they preached. I left there, you know, as a young adult, got into a Pentecostal church. I saw how they were doing things. And uh, I just couldn't see nothing happening. And things started to happen for us because we were tapping in. And the people tried to destroy us because we were prospering. I said the people tried to destroy us because we were prospering. I don't know how that got into the church. But if I read my Bible, Jesus was getting results so they wanted to crucify him. John was just preaching the message and they beheaded him. Jezebel works more effectively through religion. I'm going to say it again. Jezebel works more effectively through religion. She's not a woman with lipstick and tight clothes on. 
She's an infiltrator, tries to get into the system so she can shut true worship down. She'd rather you worship Baal than to worship God, the Lord your God. So she wants to twist your worship. She wants all the attention and God have none. But in this house, it's Jesus-centered. And everything that gets in the way of Jesus, we're not just going to pray it away. We're going to physically move it out of the way because Jesus is Lord and he shall be glorified and he shall be honored. And if you want to know who's going to keep giving Jesus glory, I am the one. Is there anybody in this church that knows how good God's been to you and you're not going to let anything shut it down or stop it? I need some noise as I get ready to leave this platform. You ain't seen anything yet. Millions, billions, we finance the kingdom. I may have came in poor, but I'm leaving rich. I may have walked in sick, but I'm leaving healed. I may have been about to lose my mind, but now I have a peace that surpasses all understanding. Those of you who just creeped up in here, you came to the right house. I don't care how funny your money is. We about to laugh at your money. In fact, we just blew on your money and it's going to bring increase it's going to bring productivity I need some believers up in here you ain't singing for me you ain't playing for me you ain't supporting me if you don't believe in the kingdom of God I am not sent to be crucified Jesus was crucified I'll be persecuted, that's fine, but that moment has come to an end. It is my time. Come on, somebody shout up in this house. If the Lord has been really good to you, you ought to say something. You ain't got to be afraid. I won't let the religious people get to you. Just let this world know how good your God is. What be on me, be on you. What be on me, be on you. What be on me. Hey, if you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. 
Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.